Hi, and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Giselle Aguiar, and every Sunday is Psalm Sunday. I'll be reading one or two psalms and explaining how they point to Jesus Christ and the good news of his true salvation and or Bible prophecy. I'll also show you how to pray the psalms. I pray that as you hear God's word, it will inspire you to study the Bible daily for yourself. Seek the truth. I pray that God opens your heart, eyes, and mind to understand what the Holy Spirit is trying to tell you. As you become rooted in the word, you'll also be rooted in the hope, joy, and peace that only the living God, Jesus Christ, can give. Be blessed. Psalm 68, King Jesus is our one and only hope. No matter what's going on in the world right now, our one and only hope is King Jesus. That's what we have to keep in mind every day. Many of the Psalms are prophetic. That is, they tell of Jesus' coming kingdom to give us that confident hope. Pastor Sandy Adams has a great introduction to this Psalm, and I quote, Today we live in the day of man. Rebellious men are having their say on planet Earth. But the day is coming when God will arise and have the final word. The Bible calls this time, yet future, the day of the Lord. Jesus will return to the earth and take control of all that belongs to him. A new day will dawn. Psalm 68 describes God's takeover of the planet. Let's get into it. Psalm 68 for the choir director, a song, a Psalm of David. Rise up, O God, and scatter your enemies. Let those who hate God run for their lives. Blow them away like smoke. Melt them like wax in a fire. Let the wicked perish in the presence of God. But let the godly rejoice. Let them be glad in God's presence. Let them be filled with joy. Sing praises to God and to his name. Sing loud praises to him who rides the clouds. His name is the Lord. Rejoice in his presence. Father to the fatherless, defender of widows, this is God, whose dwelling is holy. God places the lonely in families. He sets the prisoners free and gives them joy. But he makes the rebellious live in sun-scorched land. Oh God, when you led your people out from Egypt, when you marched through the dry wasteland, and we have an interlude here, Selah in some um, translations, pause and reflect. Oh God, when you led your people out from Egypt, when you marched through the dry wasteland, the earth trembled and the heavens poured down rain before you, the God of Sinai, before God, the God of Israel. You sent abundant rain, oh God, to refresh the weary land. There your people finally settled with a bountiful harvest, oh God, you provided for your needy people. The Lord gives the word, and a great army brings the good news. Enemy kings and their armies flee while the women of Israel divide the plunder. Even those who lived among the sheepfolds found treasures, droves with wings of silver and feathers of gold. The Almighty scattered the, en the enemy kings like a blowing snowstorm on Mount Zalman. The mountains of Bashan are majestic with many peaks stretching high into the sky. Why do you look with envy, O rugged mountains, at Mount Zion, where God has chosen to live, where the Lord himself will live forever? 
surrounded by uh, unnumbered thousands of chariots. The Lord came from Mount Zion into his sanctuary. When you ascended to the heights, you led a crowd of captives. Of captives, you you received gifts from the people, even from those who rebelled against you. Now the Lord will live among us there. Praise the Lord. Praise God, our Savior. For each day, he carries us in his arms. Here's another interlude. Selah, pause and reflect. Our God is a God who saves. The sovereign Lord rescues us from death. But God will smash the heads of his enemies, crushing the skulls of those who love their guilty ways. The Lord says, I will bring my enemies down from Bashan. I will bring them up from the depths of the sea. You, my people, will wash your feet in their blood. Even your dogs will get their share. Your procession has come into view, O God, the procession of my God and King as he goes into the sanctuary. Singers are in front, musicians behind. Between them are young women playing tambourines. Praise God, all you people of Israel. Praise the Lord, the source of Israel's life. Look, the little tribe of Benjamin leads the way. Then comes a great throng of rulers from Judah and all the rulers of Zebulun and Naphtali. Summon your might, O God. Display your power, O God, as you have in the past. The kings of the earth are bringing tribute to your temple in Jerusalem. Rebuke the, these enemy nations, these wild animals lurking in the reeds, this herd of bulls among the weaker calves. Make them bring bars of silver in humble tribute. Scatter the nations that delight in war. Let Egypt come with gifts of precious metals. Let Ethiopia bring tribute to God. Sing to God, you kingdoms of the earth. Sing praises to the Lord. There's another interlude. Pause, reflect. Sing to the one who rides across the ancient skies, his mighty voice thundering from the sky. Tell everyone about God's power. His majesty shines down on Israel. His strength is mighty in the heavens. God is awesome in his sanctuary. The God of Israel gives power and strength to his people. Praise be to God. And that was Psalm 68. So yeah, it's almost a little bit longer than the ones we've been doing lately, but there's a lot of uh, praise in there. So let's hear some points to ponder. Here's some highlights. So back in David's day, Israel was surrounded by enemies who meant to do them harm. And you can say that about the majority of the countries in the Middle East today, though most are trying to make peace accords with Israel. Nevertheless, our enemy today is Satan, his demons, and his cronies, which are evil, wicked people. David opens by asking God to scatter anyone who hates God. We can pray that today about anyone who hates Christians and Israel. Let the wicked perish in the presence of God. Next, the godly and the righteous people are called to rejoice and be filled with joy. We, we're to sing praises to God. In fact, sing loud praises. In fact, that was, I think that's why my throat is bad. I was singing very loud praises in church today. He is father to the fatherless, the defender of widows and the lonely. He sets the prisoners free and gives them joy. And you might think, well, wait. What about those Christians in prison just for being Christian and Muslims, Hindu, Buddhist, and communist countries? Amazingly enough, when you read stories from folks like Voice of the Martyrs, there are many imprisoned for Christ who sing in their jail, jail cells even after being beaten. 
fact, that's what Paul and Silas did. And God brought an earthquake and opened all the jail cells and their shackles fell off. If God could guide thousands of Israelites out of Egypt, part the Red Sea, feed them manna daily, he can do anything. Even Israel, which was a barren land for centuries, came back to life in 1948. That was prophesied in Ezekiel 37. Verses 11 through 12 refer to the book of Judges 4 when the women fought the enemies and collected all the plunder. Read the study on the book of Revelation and you'll get an idea of what happens to God's enemies and how God is victorious. Born-again Christians have the power of King Jesus. As born-again Christians, we have the power of the Holy Spirit inside ourselves. We are never alone. 2 Timothy um, chapter 1, verse 7 tells us, For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline, or sound mind, depending on which version you're reading. In other words, don't panic. Subsequently, he also gave us the armor of God. In this psalm, we're also told to tell everyone about God's power. Well, that's what I'm doing. Furthermore, you could help by sharing this post or podcast with your friends. Pray, praise God, and read the Bible. Growing up Roman Catholic, I was never encouraged to read the Bible. Prayers were repetitive and worshiping dead people and saints was useless. We also didn't sing praise songs. Once I became born again, I didn't want to listen to secular music anymore. Now I sing praise songs as I walk down the halls of my apartment building, starting the day praying. Just talking to God is the best possible thing you can do. Tack on reading a devotional and studying the Bible verses. Pause and ponder what you just read, like the psalmist asks us to do with the interludes. Don't be in a rush. We are always in a rush these days. Ask God, what are you trying to tell me? In fact, before you open the Bible, pray, Holy Spirit, open my heart, my mind, and my eyes to what you want to tell me today. One thing I've learned to do is to commit each day to the Lord, and he will make my plans straight. Proverbs 16.3 tells us, commit your actions to the Lord, and your plans will succeed. Um... (laughs) That sounds pretty good, okay? But you got to be honest about that. Take time to pause and listen for a response. Sometimes it's a still small voice and sometimes a Bible verse will hit you upside the head. That happened to me a few times. Ending the day with prayer in the Bible is not a bad idea either. When you give the day's worries to God, you sleep much better. Proverbs 4, 10 through 11. My child, listen to me and do as I say, and you will have a long, good life. Isn't that what we want? I will teach you wisdom's ways and lead you in straight paths. That's also what we want. Pretty good, huh? Undoubtedly, you can't go wrong by giving everything to God. All in all, King Jesus is our one and only hope. Therefore, our confident hope is not in a church or a pope or a priest. No, it's in King Jesus. You know, Jesus didn't suffer torture and die, taking all our sins away forever and defeating death by rising three days later so we could have religion. No, he died so we can have a relationship with him. 
And he tells us in Revelation 3.20, look, I stand at the door, knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. Jesus is knocking at the door of your heart. Isn't it about time you let him in? So what are you waiting for? Invite Jesus into your heart and receive the gift of grace and confident hope of eternal life. If you don't know what to say, you don't know what to do, there's a prayer in the show notes, or you can click on over to my blog, click where it says, how to know Jesus. And the bottom of today's blog, I embedded three praise songs, which is what we're supposed to do, praise and worship. And we, we can do that at any time of the day or night, just put on a praise song. Um, and also I started something new. It's a new feature. Um, on my blog, I have a Christian book pick of the month. And this month is the Nonprofit's Guide to Spiritual Warfare by Todd Hampson. And it's a really good book. I've gone through it several times. It's illustrated. It's a lot of fun to read. And it's, and it's in very plain English. You know, so you really understand what our spiritual battle is that's going on right now. Why is there so much evil in the world? It just answers all these questions. And so I highly recommend this book. So click on over to my blog. The link is in the show notes. Um, uh, and um, Soli Deo Gloria, to God alone be the glory. It's now open, my Christian Book Distributors Affiliate Bookstore. These hand-picked books cover Bible prophecy, Christian apologetics, worldview, and much more. Many are at discount prices. Isn't it time you got your Christian books from a Christian bookstore? Click on the link in the show notes. Thank you for listening to this episode. I pray that the Holy Spirit, the author of scripture, touched your heart to reveal the gospel truth that our hope of salvation is through Jesus Christ alone. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. I encourage you to read the Bible daily and seek the truth for yourself. I recommend that you download two free Bible study apps, the YouVersion Bible app and Through the Word. Friends, we are living in strange, crazy times, the last days, the end times. But know that things aren't falling apart, they are falling into place. Jesus said in Revelation 3, 20-22, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in, and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious, and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Jesus is knocking. It's up to you to open the door. Peter told us in 2 Peter 3.9, The Lord isn't really being slow about his promise, as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed or perish but wants everyone to repent. Jesus is coming back soon. Are you ready? Repent of your sins and invite Jesus into your heart right now. If you don't know what to say, there's a prayer in the show notes and on my blog. Jesus said in Matthew 24, 14, 
and the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it and then the end will come. Soli Deo Gloria, to God alone be the glory.